is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! And they caught extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Down the sideline! Peebles Jones! Touchdown! All right, welcome back here to Blue by 90. We are joined this week uh, by Shummies from Cox <laughs> by 90, our, our SEC fellow here um, from the you know, down in South Carolina, the Gamecocks. Shummy, how we doing? Hello, happy whatever day it is. Who knows? <laughs> I just know, I know football's around the corner. I can smell it, man. But I, uh, Dude, it's great, man. It's great to be here talking to you guys. Blue by 90, another 90 podcast, right, y'all? I mean, there's nothing better than that. So, you know, weather's getting a little crisper down here. Football's getting a little bit more in that frustrating season for the Gamecocks. But I'm doing well, man, and I appreciate y'all having me on. Of course, yeah, man. of course. Thanks for joining. We're excited. Hang on. I'm just curious if uh, Ro, are we gonna have to bleep out that uh, intro with the uh, with the Cox and TDs or? I know. How, how's that gonna work? A lot, lot going on here. <laughs> Cox TDs. I don't know. I mean, this is this is everybody. Uh, plug your your children's ears. I don't know if anybody listening. <laughs> has uh, no, but I love that. I mean, just the the Southern accent bringing that into our into our realm here is beautiful. I love it. So. Um, but yeah, we so Cox by ninety uh, podcast here. Um, we love you. Yeah, you know, we love to have somebody coming up from uh, from the southern uh, the part of the country here to to help us with the north. You know, I want to know. You're saying it's getting crisp in South Carolina. What is crisp to you? Because <laughs> we've already had some crispy, real crispiness up here. This is like extra crispy. Like some like fried chicken, extra crisp, <laughs> and a nice eighty-one degrees today. So it was a little extra crispy. But we oh we were we were eighty-one till- crispy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. We were forty degrees when I got up this morning. <laughs> today was like it was like sixty-five and sunny, and I thought it was absolutely beautiful. It was like the best best day of the year. So yeah, we yeah. we would have. We've got to have some different, uh, differing opinions there of what football season feels like. Because, um, I mean, I will say you guys at least are getting to play football in this decent weather. We're going to have to wait till the end of October here. It's going to be legitimately 45 degrees when we play. Um, I was so, going to say, y'all the snow plows out by then. I mean, geez, y'all mean. <laughs> Season's gonna end in midway through December. I might like I imagine like that New England Oakland game where it's like they're plowing the field for like the field goal to win the game. Like I imagine that's like how every Big Ten game is gonna be ending this season. It's just snow plows on the field, like uncovering the snow. You know what? Whatever it takes to for us to maybe beat Ohio State, we'll take it. So maybe some different different uh, climate conditions can help because nothing else has been working for the past couple. I of love days. I love his realistic response to that. Like, yeah, you, you guys just laugh. <laughs> I mean, I just I, I've heard it for shoot. Harbaugh's been there for I feel like what seven eight years. Maybe I'm not even. Maybe it's that. I don't know. It even feels like it. It feels Five. like he's been there forever. Like it. It's got. I mean. But it's like that promise every year I hear from Michigan fans and ESPN. It's like, this is the year. I mean, or 
it's not this is a year is like is it this the year and i'm yeah. like yeah, I, I mean, maybe you never know. So I, I think that's just us just having hope that any we're trying to cling on to anything, anything at all. So uh, let's just get right into that since we're already on the topic. Um, so, you know, you're in Paul Feinbaum country. You're in, you know, the SEC country. What is the general? Is that the general, you know? topic that's is that the general gist of what everyone thinks of michigan football is like yeah you guys can hope and talk every year but it's never really happened well you, you know all right i'll tell you this i think i respect michigan as a program absolutely right pageantry tradition love playing with them on ncaa football back in the day when we used to get the chance to do it right but i'll give you a couple couple things that come to my mind right you think big house right amazing place, one of those top places you want to venture to if you had your bucket list. But then you also think, as a Gamecock fan, I think of the hit. I think of the absolute destruction that Jadavian Clowney put on my man, and I just think of the hit. So as a Gamecock fan, we're sitting here thinking Outback Bowl, the hit, the helmet in outer space. (laughs) But if we're not talking about the hit, I would say that a general consensus from an SEC perspective would be that you all get a lot of ESPN hype, which is which is warranted, right? For but a good time in three season, you know. I want to say, I want to say one thing there too. Is that our fault? It's no, that is not your fault. You all don't ask for that. The khaki wearing Harbaugh asks for that, right? He's a, he's got a great personality. He's got he brings a lot of that intangible to the table. Again, I love the guy. I shoot. I'm a Dolphins fan. My NFL team's the Dolphins. We always were talking before Flores got hired that Harbaugh was going to leave Michigan and come. I'm a Harbaugh guy. I mean, shoot, again, Michigan, respect the program. I'll just tell you, every July and August, there's more Michigan hype out there than there is, like, shoot, like, now Clemson is the team everybody talks about. Like, Michigan, for a couple years there, it was like, this is Michigan year. Like Shea Patterson's the guy. Like they're gonna do it. They got it this year. Like they're beating Ohio State. They're going to the ship. I, I felt like ESPN always gives y'all some good love. So what did what did you think about Shea Patterson transferring to Michigan? I mean, you probably played had a closer eye on him when, in the SEC uh, with him being at Ole Miss. Did you think that he could have kind of done something at, at U of M? I'm telling you, the guy had. A, I mean, so what's frustrating is because I I will watch y'all's games. Y'all do have a lot of nooners. Um, he had at Ole Miss, he had the arm, he had the escapability. I was like, okay, maybe yeah. this is the quarterback Harbaugh gets his hands on. And you guys got talent on the outside. Like you, you all are built like an SEC team, I would say. And this is just my perspective, maybe a little tad bit slower on defense. And because South yeah. Carolina, we're a middle of the pack SEC team, right? We're not like, we're no world beater by any chance. And that Outback Bowl, what was it a couple years ago? Uh, we stuck out a win for Will Muschamp. That was our ninth win of the season. This was before the hit. Um, you know, you guys got talent. And I thought Shea Patterson was going to kind of take that offense to the next level for you all. So maybe you would be, you know, what Ohio State, would I see them, you know, 45, 52 points a game. I was like, maybe that would be the guy that would have taken you all to do that. Unfortunately, I, I, it obviously didn't come together. But – I mean, shoot, you guys. I mean, how many times have y'all going nine and three in the past like seven or eight years? I mean, it's got to be. That's like y'all's staple, isn't it? It is. Hundred percent. Respectable, but it's like you're Michigan. You're like, 
dude, there should be you should be winning ten games every season at least, you know. So I will say it's you down south, Michigan, respectable program, absolutely no doubt about it. But it's you know you talk about the game, and you're like, when is the last time they beat Ohio State? That's kind of like, oh, I don't know. Twenty eleven when they were when they were six to six. (laughs) (laughs) And that's no dig at you all because Ohio State. I mean, they're on top of the world. I mean, you know, I don't mean to cuss or anything, but shit. They should have beat Clemson last year, dude. That was a bull crap, dang fumble call they had. And I mean, you know, again, I'm not preaching Ohio State on a, you know, blue by 90, but I'm just saying I hate Clemson. And so this is a respect to the Big Ten. I thought the Big Ten should have been playing in the national championship as opposed to those Tigers. I think Ohio State probably could have given, you know, LSU a little bit better run for their money. But we respect, hey, we respect. There's some good. There's some good top half of the teams in the Big Ten, no doubt about it. So um, I will say this fun fact: I was at that game. I was at that Outback Bowl. So nice. I was down there, and I was. We were. Everything was great. We were up like twenty-eight, or I don't know what. I can't remember, twenty-one <laughs> ten like or something 20, like that. It was twenty-one three at half. It was twenty-one three. We were half. kicking the shit out of you, and <laughs> everything was great. That was my cousin's last game. It was perfect. Everything. I was like, oh, we're going to sail off into the sunset. Everything's going to be great. We're going to go party. You know, I was hungover from New Year's Eve the the night before, but it was fun. Dude, Ebor City, 2001, Mons Venus, you name it. Tampa is the best (laughs) New Year's for anybody that doesn't have a wife or a husband or (laughs) Tampa time. It, it was fantastic. And then, you know, it was just like touchdown after touchdown after touchdown from South Carolina. All of a sudden, what was it, 26-21 that it ended, I think, or something? So, cool? Yep, that's exactly what happened. And we uh, – I kind of hate you all for this. I will tell you this. I, I hate – not blue by 90, but blue nation for that game because Brian McClendon, that was his first game as offensive coordinator to prove himself – before we went into our search. Sure enough, he's tricking along with three points a half. I'm like, hell yes, we're going to go out and find us a big-time offensive coordinator. He pulls this <laughs> rabbit out of his freaking ass, finds a way to win that game. We promote him to offensive coordinator, and the last two years we have just sucked. <laughs> just sucked, you know. So, so, so that, that second half saved his job, saved, and now no, it, you've been paying for it for two years. So. We've been paying the shit out of it, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's part of our we, got a, we got wire receivers that can't stop a nosebleed. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's, it's awful. And so he left us just with trash. Our offense was trash. We scored one touchdown in like the last four games as him as offensive coordinator. We sent him packing to Oregon, go be the wide receiver coach. We brought in Mike Bobo, who's actually a – he knows what he's doing, at least. And uh, But I'm that was y'all's dang fault. We should have <laughs> never had those two years of McClendon. His audition, we fired Kurt Roper before that bowl game. McClendon's audition, audition was that bowl game. And sure enough, y'all let him, that nice little easy second half, damn it, that's the re- – y'all are the reason. It's y'all, man. I can't believe it. Wow. <laughs> You know, you know, it's funny. My cousin was a defensive end on that team. So I, we, I will call him up. I'll let him know that he's the reason that you guys are still, you know, he's struggling the reason why we right suck. now. <laughs> yeah. 
You yeah. are the reason, actually. This is why we're together right now, because you're the reason why the Gamecocks still <laughs> suck. I'm going to tweet this out right after this, and I'm going to say the reason why we still suck is because the dang Michigan Wolverines let Ryan McClendon be offensive coordinator from a miracle rabbit out of the hat second half that I still don't know how he scored those 23 points. <laughs> Hey man, well, you guys may you guys may suck now, but hey, you got that golden ticket coming up this Saturday. How, how are you feeling about that game coming the up? Chocolate Factory, baby, we got the golden <laughs> ticket. I'll be shaking it around. Right, I got. To, I, was just, I was just recording my uh, episode. Actually, it was episode twenty-four, so I'm getting up there. It feels good. Um, and I was like, hell yes! Like we got a noon game. Vandy's a noon game, but I will be trashed by halftime. And then literally, there's <laughs> nothing better than a Saturday when you're just hammered and your team wins and then you oh, just parlay yeah. that into oh. betting the 3.30 games, betting the 7 o'clock games. You're walking around strutting. Hey, you know, I got my Cox by 90 shirt on going. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's going to be nothing better. This Saturday is going to be one of the best Saturdays I've had in a long time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, I think I know the answer to this, but let's say Vandy and Rutgers go head-to-head. Who do you think's coming out on top there? Ooh, wow. Oh my God. Talk about a pillow fight. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I you know, Derek Mason is the head coach of Vandy. He likes to anchor down. He's a defensive minded coach. Rutgers, uh, all I can know is that they Great got Shiano back. They got Shiano back. Shiano. Yep. They got shit. Shiano. All right. I'm calling it 3-2, Vandy wins, and a barn burner. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Uh, absolutely. Bet the under on that game. Yeah, oh, under all day. I mean, the under, over-under is probably like 19 and a half, and you're still hampering the under. You're at, like, you're, I'm taking my mortgage payment, and I'm doubling it. I'm saying I got the feeling today, baby. And you win. You win. It's a guarantee. It's like one of those. It's like it's the not the play of the day, but if you're following a bookie or a guy that picks bets, this is the play of the year. It's a POI, the under. <laughs> is there is is there one is there one bet that we should come like if we're if we're always betting on South Carolina, is there something that always hits with South Carolina? Like, do they never hit the points? Do they never I mean what 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 should we be betting if we're going on the Gamecocks? All right. So anybody that's watching this, I, I am a degenerate Cox better, like absolute degenerate Cox better. And this is my strategy. I wake up Saturday mornings and I bet the Cox every single Saturday. And I've done that for the last probably 12 years, bet the Cox every Saturday to cover. I, if I'm feeling frisky enough and we were, when we were talking before, we got on air about those IPAs. If I'm drinking enough IPAs before the game, I'm betting the over because I just want to see the point scored. Who doesn't want to shoot out? Um, and then to show how much I'm just a big homer of the Cox, I take whoever Clemson's playing every Saturday. So I take them. So not only am I betting for the Cox to cover, but I'm rooting as hard as I can against whoever Clemson's playing. So – you're probably talking to the wrong guy about who to take for the Cox because I'm going to take by 90 every fucking time, baby. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to start betting Cox now. 100%. We'll get together and like get a little group chat going after this. Noon comes this Saturday. I want you to hammer the Cox. I think it's around 12 and a half right now. 
hammer the cocks. My okay. prediction for the game is to cover, and we'll all just like shotgun a beer or something. We'll get like on FaceTime oh, and oh, shotgun yeah. a beer after we win or something. And then oh, maybe man. I'll Venmo y'all and we'll buy a shot and we'll take a round and we'll have a good old time. <laughs> hey, and I know we got to get you up here, Jeff, because Pretzel Bell, the basement, is now open. It's open. Oh, that, I hear that's, you. That's our, that's our spot. We like the Pretzel Bell, and the basement's finally open. So might have to go there this weekend and watch some games. Get y'all Honestly. some games. I tell you, you know, back in Columbia, my old stomping grounds, Pavlov's. Pavlov's bar is like literally the spot, that, right? You don't go there. I wouldn't say you go there to watch games, but you, I mean, you can go there to watch games. I've watched a lot of those Hawaii games we were talking about there. But <laughs> when you're blacked just out, opened. just trying to hold yourself up on the wall. <laughs> Dollar liquor drinks. It's like, oh my oh, God. I mean, dude, I'm man. just, I'm just shithouse, right? Great but place. Pavlov's must be like the Ricks of uh, it, Columbia. Then. It's, it's literally, they had, so Monday night they opened back up. There was a line of 600 people at 6 o'clock when the doors opened in the afternoon Holy to get into the bar. Like it's, it's just – it's the place. Like, it's, 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 it's absolutely insane. So, not this weekend, but next weekend I'll be back in Columbia for our Auburn game. You bet – we haven't beat a ranked team in six years. If we beat Auburn, I'm at Pavlov's. That's kind of like what's going on. So. Oh, yeah. We beat Ohio State. I will be – at Skeets. <laughs> Whether it's open or not, we'll be there. We'll be outside the front door. Oh, yeah. I will be just we might not make it there. shirt <laughs> off in our crisp 81-degree weather. Oh, just. God. I'll be jealous. Even, I'll be even jealous of that. It'll be it'll be Thanksgiving weekend if we – or wait, what, it'll be oh, what, it'll December 12th? Hey, yeah. if we beat Ohio State, my shirt's coming on. Hundred so. percent. It could <laughs> be right. matter. twelve. Did years. they preserve rivalry weekend for y'all, even though the ge- it's like kind of a little different in the schedule. They preserved that game though. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Right. Because Honestly, again, that's always the best nooner game to start rivalry weekend. I and I will tell y'all, is there a reason why? And this is me asking you this: Why do y'all always play that game at noon? I feel like the game's always at noon. Because it's fucking 12 degrees out, and by the time the sun goes down, it gets below zero. See, now, I've I've been one to say for the, for, I don't know, probably a few months now, I'd love to see Ohio State lead off the year and then put Michigan State as another rival for the last game of the year, because at least that's the game we can actually win. Oh, my God. Jack's that, the only one saying this. I did lose a bad, I don't, what was it, three, four years ago? The muff punt flip. Oh, I mean, y'all might throw up while I'm telling you this. I know. I know. I lost that bet. I like that. That lost me some money because I remember slamming something down and be like, "You got to be <laughs> fucking kidding me!" Like same reaction. I'm glad <laughs> it was the most outrageous play of all time, and we were on the losing end of it, and it's changed everything for us. So yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think I lost fun. any money on that game. Just my pride. Yeah, a lot of pride lost there. That has got to be one of the – and, again, I don't want to talk about Michigan heartbreaks. We talk about Gamecock heartbreaks all day long, but that's like <laughs> one of those – I think they still – like I don't know how, but they still show that play in like college, like like I don't know, clips of like just 100%. The season or something. It's so long ago. It's not even like it happened last season, but they still show it. Like, you know, it's just to rub the salt in the wound. It is. It, it's absolutely brutal. It's like us Michigan fans holding on to all, being the all-time leader in wins. That's what Sparty's holding on to for having a 
disgraceful last few seasons. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So I'm Mike curious. Mike Antonio was a former Gamecock, though. I will tell you that. Was, was he? I yep. did not know that. Gamecock went up there and, shoot, he coached, I don't, I mean, I don't know how many years, but. You know. Wait, did you say Mike D'Antonio or Mark yeah. D'Antonio? Mike D'Antonio. Or is it Mark? <laughs> Mike? Wait, I don't know. Mark? It's which Mark, one? which makes me so happy that you said that because it's so much shade at Michigan State. They <laughs> they take that disrespect to heart, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, shoot, one of them, NBA basketball coach, they might as well be the same guy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> We've got some Sparties that listen, and they're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Order Gamecock doesn't even know his name. Yeah, Mike. Hey, Mike did a great job up there for <laughs> Oh, I'm so proud of Mike. He did a hell of a job. Kalen, <laughs> did you have a question? I did, actually. So I'm curious. Um, I see on ESPN all the time, it seems like they're making this matchup like SEC versus Big Ten, right? And outside of a couple in-betweens, like maybe Clemson, they really try to sell that matchup. But you're an SEC country. How do you feel about the Big Ten as a league in general? Do you think that they're on the same level? You can you can say you yeah, can talk. Be honest. Be honest. Oh, I be mean, dude, y'all are gonna have me. I mean, before I know it, my tweet Twitter's crap's gonna be blowing up. Like, he <laughs> doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. But I'm looking at this. Hey guys, I did pull up this because I wanted to make sure I gave y'all the best knowledgeable Big Ten SEC perspective, right? So I've got what I'm looking at, and again, I, I'm gonna read it off. How about this? This will be something. I'll, I'll throw a little curveball. I've got all the Big Ten teams right now, and I'll read off what I think about them. How about that? Here we go. Love it. Love it. Love it. Illinois fighting Illini. Do they have a football team? Trap. (laughs) (laughs) Indiana Hoosiers. They were great back when – actually, Larry Bird played for Indiana State, so I I think they're a basketball (laughs) school too. I don't know if they got football. (laughs) Iowa Hawkeyes always beat the Gamecocks in the Outback Bowl. And they got the best tight ends in the country. They're always good for one upset. They're okay in my book. They're 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 okay in my book. Maryland Terrapins. (laughs) Mike Loxley the head coach there. I I want to. I think he's got like a a recruiter as a head coach. Like he, yeah. I don't know if he can coach any lick of football, but he can recruit like hell. (laughs) So Maryland team on the rise for the. Oh, they got little Tua over there, right? They do uh, have yeah, yeah, they did. They know they got. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, so I will tell you all this. Loxley, he is a, a badass recruiter. Maryland could be potentially a sleeper team. I would, you know, not maybe not this year, but years to come. If you stack up enough talent, like he can recruit potentially. All right, Michigan State. Mike D'Antonio, while he's not there <laughs> still, his legend lives on, and they're going to go six and six. So, you know, no doubt about it. Oh, love it. Minnesota Golden Gophers, row the boat, row the boat. boat. ESPN wanted that to row that boat so hard last year. They were like literally just row, 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 row. And they rowed it to a nine and three season or however they finished up. Respectable. I do love Fleck as a coach. I think that, and again, don't take me wrong, Big Ten country. He'll probably end up being one of those guys that takes a big time SEC job or will go to the NFL. Like he, I mean, he is, He's he wears his tie. I mean, he's you know he's respectable in every aspect. I believe he'll he he'll take a bigger job than Minnesota. 
But there was think, think he will too. You think the Gamecocks have a chance? And maybe yeah, picking him up on the big spur and every message board. PJ Flex like top guy on our list. Every like everybody's like, oh. Flex, like does Flex even know where South Carolina's at? Like I mean, you know, I, I <laughs> you uh, the better question would be, does PJ Flex can he point out South Carolina on a map? And it has nothing to do with the <laughs> Irish. It's just like. I don't even think that's on his radar. You know, he's thinking if there was something to open up even bigger, you know, you got a Saban potentially retiring in a couple years. Like, he could be one of those type of guys. Uh, I respect him that much. You know, you know, we've got them first. Uh, they're, they're our first game of the year. Wow. Ooh. A- on the road yeah. at Minnesota. Do they got, uh, was it Tanner Morgan? Is that he'll still yep. their quarterback? And they exactly. got Rashad Bateman. He's still wear the bandana around his head, kind of yep. trying to do a Baker Mayfield impersonation. <laughs> he oh, might. Okay. You know? over, his, over his bald head. He, I think he does. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's keep – all right, Nebraska. Now, Scott Frost. Now, this is one everybody's mm-hmm. probably got to keep an eye out for. Scott right. Frost coached the national champions. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he sure as hell did. Golden Knights, baby. Yeah, I mean, he coached it. He's a national championship head football coach. So, <laughs> well, I've got to watch out for the Cornhuskers. I will tell you, this is something funny. So, my dad, we would always love watching Monday Night Football because he'd just say, hey, watch the offensive lineman. And whenever you get to the guy from Nebraska, they'd be say, you know, John Doe, Nebraska. Like, they just always <laughs> give you the most Nebraskian way of saying Nebraska. <laughs> Like, it was, I mean, that was just something. All right, Northwestern Wildcats, another team that will give you an upset once a year. Yeah. But I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, they'll go four and eight and give you an upset. Yeah, they'll give you, you know, they're going to give you an upset, but they won't, yeah. They'll, they'll sniff, you know, Mike Greenberg might say, you know, hey, they're going to make a, a bowl game, but that's as much as they're talking about. Uh, all right, I'm going to skip the big dogs. Keep going through the like bottom tier. Purdue Boilermakers, they're still hanging their hat on Drew Brees is what they're doing. They're literally still hanging their hat on Brees. And, you know, good for them. They made one Rose Bowl. They won one. You know, they were good way back in the day. Ah, this, uh, ah. I know Rondale Moore. Rondale yeah. Moore is back. Oh, that's A. Hey, that's, that's right. big for them. That's that big for them. Huge. They still don't. They gotta have somebody throw it to them. I was just about to say they got Drew Brees a quarterback still or what? <laughs> if not, he's, Rondell right. might as well go ahead and opt out. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Rutgers. Rutgers is gonna average literally probably two points a year. Two points this year. <laughs> Greg Shiano came back. They're averaging two points. Um, so we got in my mind the final four. We've got, and I'll start with Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Um, you're going to have a great running back every year. You're going to have the biggest offensive line every year. And they're going to, they are a solid nine and three team. Like, I feel like you all have some solid nine and threes. Like you've got like a lower echelon where you kind of can beat them up and the nine and threes, like the top tier, like these four teams I'm you know, going to talk to you about kind of beat each other up. So Wisconsin, good nine and three. They're going to have a good running back. No doubt about it. And their offensive line is going to push you around. They're going to play a, they're going to play a football game that I'm like, I really don't want to watch that game because it's like run, 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 and I'm like, ah, I'm done watching this. They got a they got a slow ass quarterback that can throw it like 20 yards total, and <laughs> yeah. he just dumps it off to tight ends. Like, that's yeah, that's that's. Uh, I'm not watching that. All right, then I'm not gonna like progress it up, and I'm gonna finish with you know we've talked about you all, but 
Penn State and Nittany Lions, you got James Franklin, right? Or, you know, you've got a former SEC head coach from Bandy. Yep, it's true. He's a guy that he he could sell. He could sell. He like I will tell you this: when he gets in a recruits like house, he probably sells the shit out of them on Penn State, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, when's the last time they won something big? Like I I couldn't I, you know. I mean, they're still they're the classic like still hanging their hats on the Joe Paterno year, yeah. even oh. though obviously there's the Paterno scandals and stuff, but yeah. like. The, the last time that they were, like, in serious contention was that. And, I I mean, it's yeah. tough to say because well, Michigan's they did, in the same boat. They, they the were Rose in the Rose Bowl, Bowl what, uh, three years ago? Sam Darnold? Oh, was maybe QB at USC maybe when they, they played were. three or uh, four years ago. I mean, Penn yeah. State's more but relevant. But still, like, I'm, I'm talking national true. championship. Yeah, like, they're they're yeah. one of those teams that's just like, okay, okay, you got nine and three, ten and two, right? Like, that's yeah. – you know, 100%. good nine and three, ten and two. You've got you've got some solid nine and three, ten and two teams, no doubt about it. Sure. Uh, but they're one, and I get that Rose Bowl you are talking about. They actually put up some points. I I, I think they actually. <laughs> I don't. Did they play Oregon? I can't. I'd have to. They go played back. USC. I think the final score was like fifty-two forty-nine. Sam Darnold led them on a game-winning drive, and USC beat Penn State. Like they were going back and forth. I think it was you're an right. entertaining yeah. as hell game. That, Is that game Saquon? was fun to watch. That's yeah. exactly Saquon, what Trace McSorley. Yep. Sam Darnold for the yeah, – tr- okay. All right, they've had one good year. I will tell you this, though. they got to quit tearing down Paterno's statues up there. People might not like that. Damn, guy. I mean, that's – I don't like that. I'll just tell you I don't like that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't like that. I, I, I mean, like it's that. it's so tough. Like the guy, I mean, he got convicted after he was dead. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it's dude, like, right. I mean, geez, dude, y'all want to do something? Do it while he's alive. Don't kill him and then start doing all this shit. I mean, <laughs> but I think right, you, really, you'll have a lot of you'll have a, have a lot of Penn State fans on your side with that comment. Yeah, they, you just don't, they you still don't, you don't do that. You don't do that. I mean, that's just something. And I say that because you hear about Penn State when there's something about Paterno or. Maybe if they win a big game. And they do win, you know, one or two. But, all right, we get to the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I look at Ohio State, because we've talked about Michigan and how I feel about Michigan. Yeah. Ohio State is one of those teams that has, shoot, I think it goes back to, you know, Cardell Jones, right? That was, shoot, five, mm-hmm. six years ago when they won. He came in, won those couple, you know. Yeah, and, and I think that's where it kind of kick-started, right? They win that national championship, but he comes in as a third-string quarterback, and you're like, holy cow, that's what they have in their third string. And that's and y'all said it's been what? I mean, it's been a little while since y'all beat Ohio State, but Nine years. they have put together some impressive-ass teams. Like, from a standpoint, when I look at it from, like, the SEC, I look at speed, right? And their speed can compete with SEC speed, and that's where – Guys, I'll be honest, I think we're in kind of like the same boat, except we're Carolina's just a lot more shittier. But <laughs> like we're playing Clemson every year, right? Because they're our right. rivalry game, you know, ACC, but you know, we beat them five years in a row. We had our we had our foot on their throat. Dabo Sweeney comes from out of Lake Norman or not Norman, but whatever Hartwell, like from some, you know, I don't know, out of a movie to save them. <laughs> and now, you know, they're a national scene and we've We've lost five straight to them, but it kind of feels the same way, right? Like 
can we ever get over the hump to beat Clemson? I can, you'll probably feel the same way about Ohio State because you don't see – like you, I don't see the end in sight. Like I don't see them not being not good. Like Ryan Day is – I mean, I, I don't want to say quarterback whisperer, but he's, he's put Justin yeah. Fields in a position where – that guy looks good, and it's like they don't rebuild; they reload. And so well, that's that's the thing is like it just seems like they we can't catch a break, and they can't not catch a break. It's like <laughs> at so, like the three quarterbacks thing in one year on their way to a national championship. Like, how the hell does that happen? That doesn't happen to anybody, you know. Like even Alabama with Tua and Jalen Hurts. Like that's only two. And those, all those, all those, and you know, both those guys are in the NFL now, playing, uh, getting at least time. You know, all the guys that were at quarterback for Ohio State that year, not one of them is playing quarterback in the NFL right now. <laughs> but they made it work somehow. And then, like, oh, oh, you know, Urban Meyer gets a scandal, and then all of a sudden, Ryan Day's like the greatest coach in history. What? <laughs> like, how do they just luck? I mean, not that it's all luck, but like, we somehow. Like I'm the punt fumble, the spot, like uh, JT was short, like all this shit happens to us. And I guess you create your own luck. So maybe they're creating their own luck, but like, is that, that's probably how you feel about Dabo. Like, oh, they uh, just kind of lucked into this guy. And all of a sudden he's like one of the greatest coaches of all time. Like how, you know, he's had what losses in like five years or some shit like that. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's stupid. You know, I, I can, I could get to our conspiracy theories. Y'all probably have the same thing up there with Ohio State. But I'm like, you know, they go to New Spring Church. They funnel all their, you know, booster money through New Spring Church. They give it to the recruits. When they go up to the lake, they baptize them. And then forever, they're forever Clemson. How some guy out of Florida or some guy from California wants to come to little old Clemson in the damn hills. Nobody doesn't. People don't even know where Clemson is. They pop up there and sure enough, number one, number two, three guy in the nation, commit, 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 commit. Shoot, even the Jackson Carmen guy, I know he was going to go to Ohio State, right? Dabo makes the comment about, hey, he ain't going to be there. Sure enough, he's not there. But five-star left tackle goes to Clemson. It's just, he just, you don't see it end, you know. The, and I think recruiting's where it starts, right? Like, if you keep nope. seeing your rival recruiting at like a, a high level, like the chances are they're not going to miss that many times with that many high prospects. And so it's like, fuck, you know, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It could be a decade before we beat them. We got to get lucky somehow. So, yeah. I know. And that's something with where, uh, when you're talking about, um, Ohio state and those guys aren't succeeding in the NFL. I mean, if you're talking about sec speed, all those wide receivers for Ohio state can just fly. And if you're thrown to a guy who's wide open, I mean, got a little more room for room for air so that yeah. could be i mean that could be a thing for them i mean i don't know if if you've seen any of the stuff about michigan and their receivers now with gaddis and his whole speed and space thing but it looks like we're finally getting some faster receivers and if that can happen up in michigan man that'll make my college football season a hell of a lot more fun to watch you know y'all uh I mean, don't – and, again, I might be wrong with this one, so don't – don't. You're <laughs> probably right. You're probably right. Like, Braylon Edwards is, like, the last Michigan receiver I remember is actually being, like, really, really good. Like, I, I can't – Devin Funches, solid in the NFL. Okay. Yeah, all right, all right. For the guy. Panthers, for the Panthers, yeah. Solid guy. But I'm with you. I mean, DPJ I thought was overrated. 
Tariq Black couldn't stay healthy. Two recent guys who Tariq transferred to Texas. But Nico Collins, man, he seemed like a stud guy, but he's sitting out this year. He was he was a five star, right? Wasn't he a five? I want to say he was a four, five. Star. He he was a four was star coming four, out of uh, Birmingham, Alabama. I know. I'm not, no, I remember that recruiting battle was big because yeah. I I do remember the guys that leave SEC territory and go up north. You kind of put like a little like you, you make a little check mark. You're like all right, let's see what happens up there. You know. Yeah. Like, so I, so, I, I mean, that, Junior Hemingway out of Conway, South solid. Carolina. We yeah. have got his brother Tonka Hemingway as a freshman right now. Oh shit. Sure. He was a good he he was a good wide receiver. He was, a, yeah. he was very good. Our, he made our big offense, plays. We didn't have anybody to throw it to him and he still made plays somehow. Yeah. Like, I mean Denard was, was throwing on the ball. <laughs> Denard was Denard he Robinson was chucking it like, up and Junior Hemingway was coming throwing, down with it. Throwing prayers constantly and then Junior would go up and get it somehow. Shoelace, right? Shoelace. Shoelace. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Shoelace, that's right. See, that's what I, like, honestly hope this year is. Not that we're going to be, you know, that bad. I hope we're better than that. But at least when we're bad, it's exciting to watch. You know, we got Joe Milton who can throw it fucking 85 yards, and we got fast receivers. So even if it's bad, it's going to be exciting. So, shit, that's all we can ask for, right? You got to have – I mean – that's what I was telling y'all. Like I was looking back at these teams again. And I'm like, shit, man. If I was an Iowa fan, dude, like, I, like, how do you get, how do you get pumped up for an Iowa game? Like, you know, it's gonna be like ten to three. Like, you, you, you know how, like, you know how, how you get hammered by noon. They get hammered by like nine a.m. Yeah. There's nothing else to do in Iowa and Nebraska than drink. So oh they drink God. even harder than we do. I mean, again, Rutgers, they're just playing through. They're literally just playing through from the night before. You know, they're just like, through <laughs> oh, it. We're only putting up two or three, so <laughs> might, as well, might as well just keep it fun. Might as well have fun doing it, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, so you gave us the entire Big Ten, uh, your, your entire take on the Big Ten. I loved it. I mean, that, I feel like that was about as accurate as it gets from, coming from the South. I mean, you, you gave it to us straight. I'm all about it. Let, let, let's move on to the SEC. Let's, okay. let's give a, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the SEC. Maybe we'll give some of our takes. Uh, I would game, love that. Yeah. On the Gamecocks and on the SEC, maybe we can, uh, you know, roll down the list a, a little bit. So, uh, first and foremost, we'll go back to you for a second. Where so you you kind of talked about how shitty your Gamecocks are right now, and obviously <laughs> you're sit you're sitting at zero and two with a loss to Tennessee um, and a loss to Florida. Um, but those are two good teams. You guys had a shit schedule going into it. So where do you? We'll, we'll start with just kind of like how you, how you see your season playing out. Um, you know, obviously 0-2, but you're probably going to be 1-2 and 2 after this weekend, and you're going to have the best fucking Saturday that you've had. Getting uh, after this Saturday, how, you know, how do you see it playing out? All right, so I'll tell you all this. So on my uh, podcast, I've been telling my Cox by 90 faithful. I'm like, take, <laughs> take the last nine games, which in, it would have included last weekend, in three game pockets, right? I think you have to look at his three, three separate game schedules is what I told them. So I was like, you look at the game this week against Vandy, very winnable. So what ultimately you want to do, you want to go two and one in those three games. So we lost to Florida. We got Vandy coming up. And then also after that, we got Auburn at home. Auburn got their ass stomped in by Georgia last week. Literally that, that, 
fraud. Like fraud might as well have been written across <laughs> the screen next to their ranking. So I think there's an opportunity. Hey, two and one in those games. You go to at LSU. LSU's nothing special this year. They have not done anything that tells me they are the team anywhere close to what resembled last year. Death Valley's not Death Valley if it's not eight o'clock at night and ninety thousand screaming fans. So mm-hmm. Gamecock optimism. I'm probably hammering that line. It's probably going to be like <laughs> plus 12, plus 13. I'm going to money line it if my bookie lets me. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but, you know, you got LSU. Then after that, we'll come back. We'll have a bye. You got A&M. We'll go to Ole Miss, Missouri, Georgia, Kentucky. I, you know, the schedule, an SEC schedule is pretty tough. I mean, I think we play five of the top 16 teams in the nation. I'm looking, I've told my faithful, I'm like, hey, I think a 500 season can happen. And I'll break it out in those three pockets, right? Go two and one, one and two, and two and one, and that'll get you your five and five season. And that's probably what we're expecting. You know, we're not writing home saying that we're going to win the ship, but we're also, we're not as bad as we seem. So I've got faith. I'm cautiously optimistic. That's always how it is as a Gamecock fan. I mean, you, you have to be. And honestly, we should be more cautiously optimistic, but we are usually irrationally optimistic. There's like, no caution the with Michigan preseason hype. Literally no caution. You you hit the nail on the head when we first started talking. Like it's just you know this is the year. It's hype. It's I mean there's ESPN. I, I will say ESPN does it y'all too. ESPN hypes y'all up like. They know the fan base is super big, so they can get play on that shit. So then they just like. Try and get us into the, it's a it's us in Notre Dame are the same thing, you oh, know, yeah. huge fan bases. So it's like we're gonna start in the top fifteen every single year, no matter how bad we're supposed to be, so that they can get some top you know ranked games up early in the year, and and that's it. So um, <laughs> it's I'll, like, I'll tell y'all, I mean, again for teams. So how about this SEC? You know, I, I would love y'all's take again to go through some teams. I will tell y'all this: Florida, who we played last week. With Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts, they're the real deal. I mean, they're Heisman contender-worthy type players. I will say that those will be names that will stick at the top of the list. It's crazy to see Alabama replace a guy like Tua with Mac Jones and just literally still putting up crazy amounts of points. I mean, they got Devontae Smith. They've got Jalen Waddell at wide receiver. They've still got a ton of speed. Their defense is loaded. I think Florida and Alabama. Now, Georgia's one that – Georgia, you know, I was telling y'all recruiting earlier, Georgia's top three recruited for the past three or four years with Kirby Smart as their head coach. They Mm -hmm. literally have reloaded five-star talent. It'll be interesting to see. Again, I think that cocktail party in Jacksonville, Georgia, Florida, will kind of tell us, you know, I think it's going to be Alabama versus the winner of that game. So the SEC's got some top-tier talent. I think if you're looking at top ten teams from the SEC – Three good staples, Alabama, Florida, and Georgia will probably be what you see from us. No love on Auburn or Mississippi State. I mean, Mississippi, Mississippi State. Are you, are you buying the Mississippi State Arkansas. hype? They got beat by Arkansas last week. I mean, Arkansas, I didn't, even know, like, I didn't even That's know they had true. a football program this year. I thought they, <laughs> I thought they, they opted out. Florida. <laughs> but what about Lane say, Kiffin over there, too? I, you know, the lane train's real. I real, I, I like, I like. That's where jealousy comes into play. Being a Gamecock fan, like, dude, I don't care if we suck. Like, y'all were saying it earlier, like, 
don't care if you suck, but I just want to see some points. Like, I want to see excitement. Like, give me lane train. Give me the lane train excitement. Like, I'd be happy as hell to wake up every morning knowing even if we're going to get our ass stomped in, we're probably going to put up, like, 40 or 50 points, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Probably look good, too, you know. So, yeah, we'll see. And he's probably got, like, 18 broads on the sideline that are helping him out. He has got (laughs) – the Grove at Ole Miss is probably just loaded with people that say, like – like, you know, like Happy Gilmore said, ha on one cheek and pee-pee right on the other. It's like Lane on one cheek and the train right here on the other. You know? like, I mean, I can just easily see that. Oh, I heard man. something that during a Zoom presser or something like that, like a, a reporter asked him a question, and then you heard, like, his toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the Lane train, baby. That's I mean, it's incredible. That's what do you? I mean, like, we, yeah, I mean, look. Let, at, let's see. Let's go. Let, yeah, let's go to Jack. Jack, start us off here. Let, what are your takes on SEC football right now? So I'll I'll agree with you. I'll I'll agree with you, Jeff slash slash show me your TDs. Uh, <laughs> Florida, Georgia, Bama, top three. I mean, undoubtedly, Florida or Alabama, Georgia are always top two. Florida's going to have a real good year this year. Vols. Vols are two and zero right now. We'll see if they're the real deal this weekend. I That's, don't think they are. I think they're gonna. I I I would bet the over on that one, or bet the uh, bet Georgia would cover on that one. Um, Kentucky. I mean, they they had a good year. What last year? Two years ago. But who? What are they doing this year? They uh, they're they're they just lost to Ole Miss. They just lost to the Lane Train. Yeah. So they're they're uh, yeah, you know. I mean, Missouri, go back to the Big 12. Go to the Pac-12. Nobody <laughs> cares about Missouri football. Ever since Chase Daniel left, they're, they're done. Uh, Gamecocks, love them. I, w- I miss watching the games when Marcus Lattimore was there. I Ooh, mean, remember when that guy right, was supposed to be go. the next Barry Sanders? Remember that? That dude was amazing. Vanderbilt, put him in the SEC. Um, Auburn, always a solid team. Arkansas, put him in the Big 12. LSU, solid. Ole Miss, I love their I love their uniforms. Keep them around. Ooh, the, those, the those baby blue, huh? The yeah. baby blues. Those are I sweet. like those. Mississippi State. Now they got Mike Leach, big fan. Um, A and M, Jimbo Fisher. What can he do? I mean, the SEC is always. I feel like the SEC is always solid, top to bottom. You know, other than Arkansas and Vanderbilt and, and Missouri. Yeah. I mean, I would almost love to see conference realignment every few years. Like ah, SEC Big Ten, make that. them the make them the top the top tier, you know, the top two power two, and then you know get the scrubby teams out of there, move them to the Big Twelve, get the book good Big Twelve teams into the SEC or the Big Ten. I don't know, man. Let's do a power three and get uh, <laughs> like all the ACC like Pac twelve teams into like, the group of five. Yeah, like make super conferences every weekend, like. Literally like yeah, Mike Tyson every weekend just laying dang like haymakers. Like I'd be bad at could you, could you imagine that? L- listen to this. So let's say they do that. They do uh let's say we do they do power two, they do a playoff system throughout the regular season, you lose, you go to the group of whatever that would be at that group of five, and then you would play a regular season down there. How how entertaining <laughs> would that be? That'd be pretty fun, actually. That'd be pretty. That would be pretty sweet. That would. It's like a survivor pool, but like in real life. Like, I mean, that's that would be pretty sick. That would be pretty sick. And again, I just, God, I just, I mean, like, fuck, go back in time. 
I wanted the Ohio State LSU matchup. Like, I don't think like you there would have been so many dang athletes, like oh just gosh. athletes on the field. Like, I just feel like we all got I just feel like we got of a matchup that should have happened. Like See, I, just, I, I, I think it was it. really great that Ohio State lost. <laughs> con, contrary to, to Pop. You won't probably hate me saying that, I know, but it's like I just they had I hate Clemson. So you, how you all hate Ohio State is like I, I understand Clemson. I mean, shit. We we watched all those Ohio State athletes go for fifty points on us. So don't get <laughs> don't think we don't understand that they had athletes. I mean, I'm with you guys, but as a Michigan fan, I think I have more respect for Ohio State than most other Michigan fans. It's hard not to when they beat us by thirty every freaking year, yeah. and the, they just the do college is, football the right way. They do college I, football the right way. That's Dude, what it's supposed oh, to be. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Not saying legally the right way. Oh, okay. saying Thank the way you. that I want to view college football, the way, they do it the right way. The way, that, the way that Dabo Sweeney brings these guys to fucking Clemson, South Carolina, how does Urban Meyer and Ryan Day bring people to Columbus fucking Ohio? So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's even worse. I'd much rather be in South Carolina where it's eight, crispy 81 crispy, than Columbus, crispy. Ohio when it's 22. Like he's paying more for for his guys. I don't know if there's any baptism there because Dabo is like the second coming of Jesus Christ. So. Oh my God, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's like that's too much. For Every me. summer I see them him baptizing his players oh, in Lake geez. Hartwell, and I'm just like, this is a joke. Like this is. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean but, you know, again, ah, I just I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> Jack while they're like, dying off. He's a used car salesman. Is what he. I mean, it's just it's. Oh, all right, all right. We've got him too worked up. Kalen, we'll go to you. Let's, <laughs> let's get to your uh, get your take on SEC football. Oh yeah, honestly, I Jack did a great job picking through each individual team there. I mean, yeah, teams like Arkansas, like I don't really care. Kentucky, I mean, I feel like Kentucky has a good year, like every once in a while, and it's like a good year for them, right? Like maybe which, they win, which means like they got into the top twenty or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they won yeah. eight games. Yeah, which is good for them. Like I'm not taking it away. Uh, teams like Missouri, like I don't, I don't care. Like whatever. I think I'm listening. Y'all. I gotta grab another beer, man. This is too fun. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Vanderbilt, like I, I don't think I've ever heard like a good thing about Vanderbilt football. I don't I, literally well, do you, never. Do you remember when they were what was oh, it? They were either three and oh doubled up for this one. Do uh, you uh, remember when um Vanderbilt was what three and oh or four and oh? I think it was last year and they were going in to play Bama and that really high pitched lineman for Vandy was like talking shit <laughs> saying we want Bama and they came into Vandy and just uh, got beat about fifty out. Oh, my God. That was a beautiful sight. So 2007, quick Vandy story. Gamecocks (laughs) were ranked sixth in the nation. Sixth in the nation. Nooner game, number six in the nation. Vandy coming to town. We're talking (laughs) ass stomping, like up, like ready to go top five. Stroll into, Vandy strolls into town. Puts us in a heartbreak. We lose fourteen to ten to Vanderbilt. I don't even think they won a game that year. This is while I was still in college too. And like, just talk about just a shit show after the game. Like, I mean, it was like 
there wasn't excitement like burning down cars. There was like burn down cars. Like, did we just lose to Vandy? Like, this is insane. Oh, man. And we lose the rest of the games. We literally lose out. We go six and six, and Vandy like started. No. Yeah, and Vandy did that to us. It's Vandy's fault. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to know that you don't hold grudges. Like you, you would never yeah. be like, oh, 13 years later, like I'm oh, still yeah. losing sleep over these things. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I'll never forget it. Nooner, <laughs> goddamn nooner. <laughs> the guys are probably fucking out till four in the morning on Friday. Oh, I, I, I literally, I got, I've only missed like one kickoff in my life, and I don't think it was that game. I know, I know the game I missed, and it was. I missed it by like one minute. I was so pissed. It was a Tennessee game my for senior year, but that Vandy game, I just, I, 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 that's just one you never forget. Like you never forget that one. All right, keep it going, Kelly. Uh, didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. That was a great story. <laughs> uh, okay, I see. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah, whatever. Vanderbilt. They're on an island Fuck somewhere. Fuck playing em. against. Fuck Fuck em. Em. Fuck. What's a what's a fucking Commodore? Nobody even knows. Put them in the Pac-10. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher, like, I, I don't – that team just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, I don't know how they're not doing – like, they're not just killing it, right? So, whatever. Texas A&M. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Jack, I know you said 2-0. and I the Fighting Peyton Manning. Yeah, when have they done something since Peyton Manning? So – I bet against them this weekend because I was just assuming it's a classic, like they do well wow. in the beginning, have one good game, and then collapse. Too. I did too. My Vols, I don't know. I bet I don't have com- any confidence in them beating Georgia. <laughs> Ole Miss. Yeah, we might see. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll see. Dude, uh, Ole Miss at the land. Yeah, I'm saying that because we I'm lost the Vols, right? Of course I have to pipe them up like they're Right, great. yeah. <laughs> they're going to win the natty. Come on, they beat yeah. South Carolina. You kidding me? We lost to the two national championship teams to start the season. We're, going, we're winning the rest. We're going Cox by 90 the whole way. We're going 8-2. I mean, well, we're going to start national champions. <laughs> That's a true Michigan fan right there. We should move to the north. So true. So true. <laughs> but basically, I, I'm not – I'm not even going to go through the rest of the teams because I'm pretty much going to say the same thing Jack said. But overall, I mean, I feel like the SEC is is I don't want to say stronger than the Big Ten, but I do think that they are extremely talented, and the speed is the part where I I see the huge difference. So you're 100% right. Like when Michigan played Alabama, I was like, like first play, our fastest player on the field just got blown up. And touchdown immediately. So, like, the speed is definitely the biggest difference to me between the SEC and the Big Ten. Uh, Cox by 90. There, there go. we go. That's, hell yeah. Hammer the Cox. Hammer them. I'll, I'll, I'll give my take, too. I'm, I'm, I won't go through the uh, through all the teams, but I feel like it's it's it used to be the size. Right, it used to be that that the SEC got the big dudes. It was always, you know, but now it seems to be the speed, which it it does seem that only Ohio State can keep up with. So it, it and so I do, I think that bodes well for Michigan a little bit. You know, obviously you still have to be better at a lot of different positions, but Michigan's adding speed to nearly every position. You know, the the wide receiver and especially on offense. Everybody's got speed, um, but Don Brown. I mean, 
Don Brown has said for the past five years that his defense is always the fastest it's been, and that's our D coordinator. And so it, it's like it's classic. It, it's just like he's feeding <laughs> he's feeding into it. And we've had uh, Devin Bush. Devin Bush was incredibly fast. He's playing well uh, for the Steelers. Now too, but what's that? Cam McGrown. I mean, he's Cam, he's Cam fast as linebacker. Absolutely. One guy. We got one guy. I think we've got some fast guys, but I just think that it's like there's this whole Big Ten versus SEC thing. You kick our ass every year in all the bowl games, right? It it, it always goes to to the SEC in the bowl games, and I don't know if I don't know why that is. I I think there's a bit of it that it's like. Oh, you know, they are t- more talented, but there's also a part that's like they care more. They're, these guys, the SEC cares a lot more. What what's the thing? It just means more, just the means SEC. More. It just it means just more. means more. So for 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 all these fans, it <laughs> does mean more. But for us at, for for these more. 9 and three, it just means more, baby. <laughs> you're not wrong though it's like it's just so funny how simple of a phrase that is but so correct right like there's no way to describe it there's no way to like explain why it means more it just means more it just means more baby you know it it just means more and so we've got these like you talked about these nine and three teams that are like by the end of the season, they're out of they're out of competition for the for the you know college football playoff for the Big Ten title, and they're like, "Fuck it, it's over," you know. And they they go into the the bowl games and they're like, "Fuck it." But these SEC SEC teams are like, "No, this is our last chance. This is our you know all this stuff." So I think you know, and again, I all right, and so this is my take. I do think again, you all are a little top heavy, right? Like you've got a and, little. And I, we got one team, dude. We, there's one team and it's <laughs> our rival and it sucks. A little top heavy. I think so. And then again, this is just my opinion. Looking at who you all, like your bottom feeders, right? Like I think your bottom feeders are worse than our bottom feeders. Like I think that maybe Vandy's like, you know, probably the worst of the worst. But like, and then Arkansas. But any other team outside of that, like you're getting a match like every single week, week in and week out. Yeah. So. The fact of the matter is, like, even our middle of the tier game or middle of the pack game might still give what could have been for you all like like a, a tough test. And this right. is again nothing against you all. It's just the fact that like I look at some of these teams, like a Mississippi State. You know, again they have Mike Leach, but in years past they had Dan Mullen with Dak Prescott. They're still going nine and three, eight and four, and that's and nobody's talking big about them it's because they had to play in lsu in alabama like they got hard-ass games they're playing a florida or georgia from the cross rivalry so i'm just looking at like bottom tier team wise like if i'm looking at like a rutgers and then look the bottom halves honestly i think it's it goes even to the bottom halves like if you go to the missouri's the the you know those teams you call us a bottom half you know but I think we're still giving people a good run for their like that bowl game a couple years ago, right? You all yep. were what nine and three coming into that, like yep. we're eight and four. But you know, it was it was like a last second, and it wasn't a last second win, but it was like a win in the fourth quarter. Right. Like we're a we were a middle of the pack SEC team. Like I think we finished seventh or eighth in the SEC, and that year I think what y'all were third, probably third in the Big Ten with a nine and three. 
I think Close that was uh, Brandon Peters when Brandon Peters was quarterback. So I think we were eight and four going into that game, and then we finished eight and five. But we were I don't know where but we were middle of the road. Yeah, we were middle of the pack. So it's just like I think that that's where I just look at it like just from a standpoint of like week in and week out. And I think this is what the SEC always says, right? It just means more. But that, like literally, our, if we played a nine, ten game conference schedule, like there is a team week in and week out. Like an Ole Miss Rebel team could beat you, could beat anybody on our schedule on any given day, right? It's like any given Sunday it can happen. And like I don't know if I'm looking at the Big Ten, could you say that happens with like, could a Rutgers beat somebody on any given day? And then maybe they no. could, but, you know, I don't think so. Even like, I'll be honest, like now, and, and this is not even, not even me like talking shit about Michigan State, because I know I do that a lot, but like MSU now probably is going to go out and be, you know, an underdog to nearly every team this year. And, and it's just like, so like these teams that have, I feel like it's like, you guys have the the Kentuckys that have like they they regurgitate like every four or five years and have a, a solid yeah. team, but like Big Ten teams that have like ten year droughts, kind of when they they'll have some good ones and then they have like they go down for like it's like ten years instead uh, of the four or five. So uh, uh, speaking of droughts, all right, this is like <laughs> one of my like this is this is actually a pretty good story. <laughs> Uh, we are, we're playing, this is, I am sophomore in college. So 2007 Outback Bowl back in Ybor city, back, just, just party in my ass. Love Ybor city. Baby. Uh, we're staying at the Tahitian Inn with a bunch of my Ooh. buddies. We're packing like eight guys in a room. Like, I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> absolutely insane, but we got a nooner against Iowa and I'll never forget it. We had like we had just it was then you all know right it's New Year's New Year's Eve you party your ass off yeah I, we might have played through who knows I don't know maybe you know, <laughs> nobody knows. but you get there to the stadium it's like dude I mean you're parking in like a grass field you got to walk like I felt it felt like ten miles to the stadium I about passed out even before I got into it <laughs> and we're getting in there we're playing the Iowa Hawkeyes coached by Kurt Ferens, right? And they're just like Iowa hawking you to death. Like hitting the <laughs> tight end on like a five and out. They're like running backs, getting you a nice seven yards. And like before we knew it, like we were down like 21 to nothing, 28 to nothing at half. Our Steven Garcia, our quarterback, was just partying his dick off the night before. Like, it, I mean, just like just absolute <laughs> sh- just crap show. But my guys that I stayed with, like half of them were still passed out in the room. They didn't make it to the game. Like I think I made it to the game with like – three guys and before you know it we left at halftime we were getting our ass beat so bad and jumped back in bed with them and just watched the ass beating on the second half it was uh <laughs> it was a time to remember but i got big 10 that noon with iowa like that was just a straight big 10 right there just like oh it was tough it was so tough sometimes and the big Jeff, 10 will bite you if I take anything from this call, I'm going to start calling noon kickoffs nooners. I love that. I, I, I love it. that term. Love why I've never heard it before is amazing to me, but I don't damn, know. I'm taking I, that. I don't know why that's not a thing like everywhere, but like I've never said it. Like, oh, we got a nooner, but now 100% we got, <laughs> got a nooner. Got a nooner. Got a nooner. Got a nice- <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be drinking high noons. High noons at noon? Dude, high I got for nooners. I got, I mean, I don't know, you know, yeah, I got shit face off some hot news. <laughs> I, 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 I am like, I think I was 
drinking watermelon high noon and i just got like i mean maybe they'll use this as an ad but like i just got obliterated obliterated off high noon watermelon and i had a damn good time doing it and it was a blast love it love it and we had a nooner we had a nooner that week you know so you gotta drink high noons and nooners what are what are um I, we haven't even asked this yet. What are crowds like at South Carolina right now? What's oh, yeah. so you guys twenty five percent or something? Twenty five percent. So I went to our opening game against Tennessee. Got season tickets for football and basketball. We were talking a little bit before. Hey, I'm you know basketball Michigan. You know, hey, that's uh we might have to get back on and talk some basketball here when season what kickstarts. Did, you, oh, you got Frank. What's his name? The big Frank Martin, baby. Oh yeah, hell yeah, I Frank would, Martin. Five, Final four Cox a couple years ago, baby. I'll live my hat on that forever. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, we got a we got a couple final fours too. So don't be oh, you, you yeah. all, oh you sure do. I would, but we, uh, see, I would love to see a Jawan Howard versus Frank Martin because they're both like that seven would be foot nice. two. That would be like they're that's like security guards, like bouncers, you know, like 100%. battling it out. <laughs> Frank Martin's got the broadest shoulders. Oh my god, ever live. Dude, I uh, all right. So let, well, I'll tell you about. So at the stadium, and this is nice. I will tell you if you all get down to Columbia and South Carolina, we just did a twenty-two million dollar renovation. On our stadium too, so added a lot more suites. So my my season tickets ended up. You're still sitting out, um, and I got sots right in the end zone. So I'm like literally, I split the goalposts. But we did uh, club level for those now. So you go back inside, you got AC. Ooh, they're serving yeah. liquor drinks now. They're serving beers, and I, you know, we were losing Tennessee at that point by a little bit more than I thought we were going to be, and I hammered the line. So I was, you know, vodka water, vodka water. <laughs> But I'll tell you this, there was a lot of cock fans screaming loud, like screaming loud. And it was, uh, I think we ended up with 18, 18, 19,000 people in the stands. Hell of a good time. Like, because, and I'll tell you this, and like, again, I've seen, you know, COVID, you know, safety is first, right? Whatever for people, be safe. But the people that showed up in that stadium are your rowdy, screaming cock fans. The ones and we that are going to show so up. So damn loud. Like, we were so damn loud. Like, it was – like, people were like, was it really that loud in the stadium? I was like, it was loud as hell. Like, it was a damn good time. So, are y'all loud, are y'all our fans? Y'all get, y'all get fans in the stands? Uh, No. Yeah. Not oh, as of right now, no. Come on. I know. No, don't oh. say that. Dude, y'all but see Florida's, let, Florida's going full uh, throttle. I'm fantastic. like, please don't. Please don't get the NCAA football shut down before we even play a game. Please, God. <laughs> I will tell you all this, though. So I brought my parents with me um, to the game. And they're, and they're, again, older. But, the like, the protocols that went along with it, like, I think I thought our, like, athletic department and the university did an excellent job. Like, you had your tiered times where you could go into the stadium. Again, with it not being 85,000 people, right? And you all are 100. But it's like you still – you could tell the difference, like the way they had it spaced out, like they had somebody wiping down every time you touched a door, there was people at door points to wipe it down. And then you're spread out in the stands where literally like I could have done a 360 cartwheel, probably busted my ass, but wouldn't have touched anybody, you know? So I would just say that like, I, I felt it was, it was safe inside there, like from how they, they set it up. And so I think it's unfortunate. Like you guys tell me y'all don't have fans. Like, there's absolutely a way to socially distance in y'all's big house, right? The big house. Yeah. There's a way to socially distance and get some people in there. 
For sure. Hey, Man, you know what? Though, gonna gonna pump your audio into President Schlissel's office so that he <laughs> allows us in there. I'll tell him. I mean, again, this is like I, t- I literally we were walking in there with my parents. And again, I, you get worried with people that are, you know, again, a little bit older. Right. The exposure's there. But like I was like at the end of the game and I was still pissed we lost. But I was like I felt comfortable bringing to them to that game knowing like that at the end of the day, like it was they, they provided a safe environment all around in regards to where you sat, d- touching door handles, leaving bathrooms like the space. It, they did. They did everything the right way. No different than if you were going to a restaurant or a bar or leaving your house to go somewhere. And I thought that's what makes the most sense to me is. You know, I'm not sure if you all have restaurants or bars opened up. And if you do, it, it ultimately is ex- exactly how it's treated. You're spaced before you get your ticket scanned in. You're spaced all around the stadium. Like, you're really not touching anybody. You're not interacting with anybody except the people you sit with. So that just sucks, man. The big house, I mean, the big house with no fans isn't the big house. It is. It's tough. It's like... It- I don't know what – it's going to be a weird feeling, but we're going to tailgate anyway. So, I mean, we're, we're going to tailgate, trust me. We'll, oh. For any nooners that we've got, we'll be drunk by nooners. We all got a fuck ton of nooners. I've got before. so many nooners. So, so don't <laughs> you worry about that. But let's uh, let's move it on to our 0 to 90. So do you have a, have an idea of what this is? I, you're gonna are you hit me like a Dave Portnoy like pizza slice deal or what? Like hey. <laughs> it's a rookie call, rookie call, uh, rookie score over there. No, so what what we've got is um so it's just a usually you know if it's us three it's ninety seconds long so we go zero to ninety each of us gets thirty seconds but we'll we'll give you an honorary thirty seconds here obviously right, so go. just give kind of you know. Whether it's a hot take or something funny you want to say or, or something you want to say about, you know, shout out to the fans, shout out to the listeners, whatever you want to say here, um, you get 30 seconds. So we'll go first and we'll give you a little taste of what we've got going. Oh, I, I like that. I like that. I love it. All right. Perfect. We drinking the beer while we're saying it too, or what? Like you got to drink while you're All right, how about this? Try. Y'all go, and we, whoever else is still chugging until they stop their 30 seconds. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. We should have been doing that. That would be badass. Like, I mean, that would be – I mean, I'm not telling you what to do, but that's uh, – I'll I mean, be doing That's it. obviously what we're going to do from now on. <laughs> so, all right, who wants to start here? I'm ready. I do need to know, Jeff, what's the line for uh, – for the Cox game this weekend. I want to say it's sitting around 12 and a half, 13 last I saw it. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Jack, your zero to 90 starts now. All right. We got Cox by 90 on. We got show me your titties. Special shout out. I'm going to say <laughs> the, the Cox got Vandy coming up this weekend. They're going to move to one and two on the season. And I'm going to say Cox by 21, way Woo! over on the cover there. They're going to cover plus seven. Go Cox. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, we're obviously Cox fans now, right? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've been to Columbia. I've partied in Columbia. We're texting each other after the nooner, Cox by 90. I didn't mean to interrupt, but let's go. I need love some it. Cox by 90 gear, man. I've seen that oh, on hold Twitter on. and uh, social. That stuff looks great. I got to show we you all those shirts. Bring them in. Bring them in. Show them. Show there, them. I got you. Here, here we go. I got them right here. 
so many of these damn shirts. Dude, look at that right there. This is so it's an old school logo right here. I love that. Oh, I love, I love that. that. So it's our old school. Usually it says USC and then University of South Carolina. This right. is CB90. Yeah. Cox by fucking 90, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. And you and you got hats and stuff too, right? Oh my god. Yeah. So I've been like buying these old school patches off eBay. And oh, okay. so that's just like it. going like the oldest school patches I can find. I bought a little hot iron from Michael's and literally have just been creating these badass hats. It's been awesome, man. Like, dude, we might have to do the same. Well, dude, look, we really should. Cause I was looking at, I was like, how the hell is he making these? Dude, y'all could do blue by 90. Like, I don't know what y'all's hashtag is. Is it BB 90? We could do like B BB ninety or yeah. BX ninety or BB ninety BB ninety and then big blue by ninety or blue by ninety. Love it. We're gonna have we gotta get some gear. Oh yeah. I got a good t-shirt guy too. If you own a good t-shirt guy, I got a good t-shirt guy. Soft cotton. I'm a bigger guy. It stretches. It feels good. You can like dance in those crisp, cool 81 degrees. (laughs) We we might we're gonna need jackets like winter coats by the time we start playing. You're gonna need thermals. You're gonna be thermals by 90. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. I'm grabbing another beer. I'm still listening. Keep going. All right. All right, Caitlin. Ready to go for your zero to ninety here? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, Caitlin, your zero to ninety starts now. Okay, I know absolutely nothing about the personnel at uh at the Gamecocks, but I do know they got a big nooner uh, against Vanderbilt. That's a win. Um, Looking at their schedule, I'm looking at. Optimistically, optimistic Michigan fan right here. Uh, seven and three. Holy moly! They're going to run to Georgia. Wow. Love that. I like it. I like wow. it. Wow. All right, that means I got half this beer left. Row. <laughs> I know they call you Row. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna finish me off. I'm gonna finish off this beer. I'm I'm on like number seven right now. So well, I'm, I don't want to finish you <laughs> off here, but I know you're coming your titties. But... Nah, yeah, you only got you only come on the titties, you know. <laughs> all right. All I hope right. y'all don't have kids listening to this. I would be really bad. I feel bad. <laughs> we, pro- we probably do. We probably do. We all are. All our thirteen-year-old fans we got out there. <laughs> they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, show me your tees was finishing off row, and then he like, I don't know what happened, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's oh good. god, that's good shit. All right, all right. Somebody, somebody, oh, give, give me here. I don't, show, right, show me. I don't know if you're gonna like this one. All right. Oh, all, all right. right. That's okay. All right, all right. Row, you're zero to ninety. Starts now. All right, so obviously I've been to a game against the Gamecocks, and all they do is game, cock, game, cock. But all it sounds like is gay, cock, gay, cock. So show me your titties. What's going on with the gay cock? The gay cock. If you're asking me to finish you off, I mean, that may be the case. And, you know, no judgment here, obviously. But, I mean, I, I, that's all I know about the game cocks here. The gay cock. Wow, the gay cock. Jeez. I got, <laughs> I, we got to, like, we got to hum our M's a little more or something. I don't know. Yay! 
<laughs> One day I want to be the honorary Gamecocks guy. Though we do have a guy that starts that oh, chant. Like that's like life goals. Like I want them to say Cox by ninety is coming onto the field. He's donated this program enough fucking money. Like we're gonna let him give one chant, and we're just gonna <laughs> yell "Gay Cox" all day. I'm not like I'm gonna say "Gay Cox." I'm gonna say "Bro." Back in 2020 in October, said that we were the Gay Cox. So hold your M's <laughs> a little more. <laughs> you know what? I do have a, I have a buddy that's one of the strength and conditioning coaches on the football team at, at South Carolina. So I'll, I'll make it down to I'll make it down to Columbia at some point with you. We'll start Dude, the, gay, the Gay Cox. I love team. our I love our strength and conditioning coordinator guy. Paul, I'm blanking on his last name. Came from Ole Miss, but does a hell of a job. So hey. yeah. All right, do There's I get my zero boys down there. or what? Are you ready? Are you ready? We I'm, gotta, we're all going to chug while you're on. All right. All right. Show me your titties. Your zero to 90 starts now. All right, here goes my titties right now. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Hey, Cox by 90 all day, every day. You got to freaking love it. You're hammering the Cox this weekend. If you're not, you're leaving money in your pocket. And then what you're going to do is the big blue this year, this is the year. If this you're not saying this is not the year, this is the year for big blue. They're taking down Ohio State. Woo! The big is going to be shaken with nobody in it because everybody's going to be tailgating, and it's going to be there a go. god dang hell of a time. I love being with Blue by 90. This has been one of the best episodes I've ever done, if not the best. I'm very happy that I got invited on here. Go big blue. Go Cox. Everybody by fucking 90. Let's go. Let's go. Standing ovation. That one. Standing ovation. Beautiful. Unbelievable. There. That's gonna be just that's gonna be our intro from now on. Like, oh <laughs> the, my the God. hype behind it's amazing. Jesus. I need you. I mean, you're saying we're gonna get a group chat going after the game. I need you to call us before the game. We're gonna FaceTime. You're gonna give us a little pregame speech oh, and get us going. Yeah. Saturday's gonna be a shit show. Well, I'll just shotgun <laughs> just high noon. <laughs> We the actually have. I'll tell you on this, this school. We got an outdoor concert I'm going to on Friday night, where you know it's kind of like the old drive-in, where we're having a big badass band play. Yeah. Local band driving up to it, sectioned off. It's gonna be a good time. Could be a playthrough time. But when the <laughs> nooner hits, I am gonna be ready to go. I promise you that. I love it. I love it. Well, you know what? Hey, give us three weeks. We'll be ready for our nooner or night game or 3.30. We'll be ready. But, hey, this weekend, boys, we're ready for the nooner with the Gamecocks as well, right? I'm going to be That's drinking right, by baby. noon no oh. matter what. I tell you that. So, you know what? We'll be in it. Cox by 90. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Give us what, – what do you need to plug here? Your Twitter, Instagram, your podcast. Yeah. Give it all. Hey, how about that? I appreciate a good plug. So I will say, if you do Twitter, I give some hot takes. I lost some followers because they were pissed that I said our offensive coordinator cost us seven <laughs> points. Uh, but then I, I gladly explained why he should never call three passes with three minutes left to go, and we're down three. But needless to say, Cox underscore by underscore 90 on Twitter, Instagram, when coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to call it, was happening, I was crushing TikTok. I've slowed down a little bit on that. I was oh, having shit. a blast on Gotta TikTok. Got to get on TikTok. Right, dude, I was having a hell of a time on TikTok. But, dude, go there. I still have one video that got, like, 
well, I don't even want to say what, that, but it got like a lot of like views, you know. Oh. You know, I'm it's like those little, you know, those girls that like look like good in like bikinis come out and they like get like tens and thousands and hundred thousand of views. <laughs> I was like, I got that type of views off of like my Thanksgiving like plate that I ended up like facing and like eating, you know. So like, <laughs> I was pretty pretty freaking impressed. I'm intrigued but, now. I'm intrigued. I, I'm I'm definitely looking that up. So yeah, I mean, give me a follow, dude. I mean, shoot, if you want a Cox by ninety shirt, holler at me. The hats look pretty cool, so I don't know. I'm just having a blast, man. This is fun. I love – this is my spare time, and I put it towards, you know, the garnet and black, and, and this is me, baby. So, Cox by 90, and let's shake this place. <laughs> well, we love you. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Um, we'll, you know what? This was so much fun. We're going to have you on at, at some point again. That's for sure. Maybe we're playing the insider. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. He can give us like, if you know, when we get to bowl season, you know, who knows if there's a bowl season, whatever, but if whatever SEC team we play, if it's the Gamecocks or somebody else, you're coming on to give us our inside scoop on them. Dude, um, bowl season, basketball season. I'm telling you, I'll bring me back. I'm, dude, basketball season. Again, I love me some basketball, man. I tell you, that's I, my season tickets are like literally row five and I love being into action, dude. So Y'all bring me back. Yeah, this has been a blast, man. I've had a ton of fun. And, again, I'm just thankful, man. Thankful for the uh, 590 team coming together and have a big old time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you can find us here at Blue by 90 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on YouTube as well, Blue by 90 Podcast. So check us out here. Subscribe and all that shit. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll probably be back even earlier than that. We're, we're starting to ramp it up here now that we're uh, closer to the season. Um, we'll have some good guests coming on here soon. Um, maybe not as good by, by <laughs> as Shami or titties, but, um, uh, we'll have some good big 10 insiders, uh, coming in. So, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Go blue, blue by 90 and Cox Go blue, by 90. Cox by 90. Cox by 90. Shake this place. <laughs>